everybody, I'm Jonathan Randall, and welcome to another episode of How You Like Me Now. I hope everybody's doing great and having a fantastic day, week, month, year, whatever it is. I hope it's going awesome. I'm trying to be more optimistic in my life. God knows it's hard. I feel like I always focus on the things I don't have instead of being grateful for all the things that I do, which I probably should be more of, but I have a lot of things I want to accomplish. There are a lot of things I care about, and it bothers me that I don't have those things in my life. I'm not participating them in right now, but I am still trying, and I find that trying is so important. I truly believe that it's one of the most important parts of life is trying at the things that you care about, things that matter to you. It doesn't matter so much if those things succeed, uh, if you profit from those things, if those things are, are positive. Uh, what matters is that you make the effort, that you try, and as long as you do, I think good things will happen, and I think when you look back at your life, you'll be able to to at least tell yourself, hey, I tried, and that's how I see things, and that's what I'm doing, and I am trying. Uh, I was actually thinking about taking the How You Like Me Now podcast monthly. The studio was changing some of their policies, uh, and I thought, maybe I should just take this monthly. It hasn't got an overwhelming response. Uh, I, sometimes I'm a little insecure about the content. I feel like I'm a little too personal, and I reveal a little too much. Uh, or also that I don't have enough things to say, interesting or funny. Uh, I was thinking maybe I should just take it monthly with the change of the studio policy, but then they just informed me when I came here today that they're not changing any of the policies, that I should still be coming in here and do it every week. So I guess for now, I will. I've also been feeling that way a little bit with the American Jew podcast. I want to thank everybody who supports that podcast and listens. Um, I've been thinking that maybe we should take that podcast monthly. Um... I'm not really thrilled with uh, how it's going, and I guess I am not really thrilled with my partner's work ethic, and um, you know, it just seems to me that he wants to do like the absolute bare minimum, and I'm not trying to like manage anybody, and I'm also not trying to be like frustrated about somebody not like giving you know the, the effort that a project deserves or what it takes for it to be successful and having a constructive partnership I want to work with people that like inspire me and are motivated to like have the projects that they do do well and are passionate about them not people that just want to like you know do the bare minimum, do a half-assed job about it, and complain about it. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do about that podcast right now. We are definitely taking a hiatus for the next couple weeks, and then we'll figure that out. But I'm still going to be coming to you with the How You Like Me Now podcast. So I hope you're listening. I hope you enjoy. I hope Trump's getting arrested. Apparently, he made a statement that he's going to be getting arrested this week. Um... I think that would be awesome. God knows there's plenty to arrest him about. And I think that the world, especially Americans and everybody else, needs to see that nobody's above the law, even a former disgraced president, which I think he is. I can't believe a lot of people like him, but they do. It's absolutely insane. I don't think they actually like him or his policies. Maybe they just like the reality show star that he is, and they think they're still watching The Apprentice. But for some reason, his fans are like so dedicated to him, even though, in my opinion, he's one of the biggest pieces of shits in the world. Uh, anyways, he's not getting arrested for inspiring the bloody insurgency that was January 6th or, you know, for trying to interfere with the 2020 election, uh, but with just one of the shady business dealings that the fraud organization had to do. God knows they have tons of fraud when it comes to taxes and 
other things. Uh, this time, I guess it's because of uh, the hush money that they used to silence Stormy Daniels about her affair with Trump and where that money came from. He might get arrested. I don't know. That's what he's saying. I think he's just trying to like stir the pot a little bit. Uh, he's trying to rile up his supporters. God knows they're easy to rile up. Uh, he was telling them to protest, take the streets. Didn't work so well last time he did that. Um, but I guess he wants to see again if people are going to take the streets for him and protest for him against him being arrested when personally I think they should lock him up. Not a fan. I think he sucks. Uh, if he becomes president again in 2024, it is going to be awful. And I definitely think that it's going to take us one step closer to the world imploding, which it seems like it already kind of is. But I don't know. With Trump at the helm, I think it's going to be even worse. I totally despise that guy. And don't get me wrong. I think Biden sucks, too. I really do. I'll talk more about that later. But I guess, you know, Biden makes me roll my eyes and Trump makes me want to puke. I think that's the difference between the two of them. So I'll take Biden, who it's like Biden doesn't do anything, you know, um, over Trump. That is just like a horrible person. He's just like a poor excuse for a person. Uh, but anyways, maybe we could talk a little bit more about that later. I wanted to talk about hot dogs for a second. I, lo I love hot dogs, right? Uh, I feel like everyone should love hot dogs. They're delicious. So uh, I went to a hot dog store in Brooklyn the other day uh, to get some hot dogs. I was very excited. It's an old shop in Brooklyn. It's been there for a while. And I went to order my hot dogs. And I like my hot dogs with the works. Hold the ketchup. That means I want everything on it, which in New York typically is onions, relish, sauerkraut, and mustard. No ketchup for me on hot dogs. I believe ketchup is for hamburgers, mustard is for hot dogs. I feel very strongly about it. Um, I'm not gonna like fight you or argue you on it, but I feel like that's the way it should be. And if you like ketchup on your hot dog, you are doing it all wrong. Anyways, went to this uh, hot dog place told him what I wanted, and then the guy looked at me like he was crazy. He's like, I don't know the works. I'm like, you don't know the works? How do you work in a New York hot dog place and not know the works? So I had to explain it to him. I had to teach him. I was like, I should be managing this hot dog place right now. The works. Hold the ketchup. That's how you should order your hot dogs. If you work at a hot dog place, you should definitely know what the works means. The hot dog was okay. Not my favorite in New York. I'm definitely going to stick with Grace Papaya on 72nd Street. I think it's amazing. Make sure to visit them. Uh, get some papaya juice and some of their delicious hot dogs. Get them the Jonathan Randall way with the works. Hold the ketchup. Um, okay, just dropped something on the floor, but that that's all right. If you were wondering what that little bang was, that's what it was. Um, let's see, what else do I wanted to talk about today? Oh, I wanted to talk about something with the ladies. You know, I'm always talking about dating and girls, and I am out here looking for love. Unfortunately, it seems that I'm doing so in all the wrong places because I'm not having a lot of luck. But I am meeting a lot of interesting women, and we are having some good times. Um, one thing I do not like often talk about things I don't like on this podcast is when you're kind of like being intimate with the girl and she wants to keep it above the bedspread. No, no, no. I want to move the bedspread. I want to move the blanket and just be sleeping with somebody on the sheets. Okay. I don't want to like mess up and get my bedspread all dirty. I wash my sheets a lot more often than I wash my duvet cover. And I don't want my duvet cover covered in all the like fluids and juices that happens when people are getting it on. Um, I prefer to keep that 
that on the sheets, but I notice sometimes with some women, they, they act like I'm crazy because I'm like, oh, excuse me, can we like move down the blanket first? And like, oh, wow, like we're in the heat of the moment. I'm like, okay, well, I'm thinking about the moment where I'm going to have to wash these and uh, I want to protect my blanket. So I'm sorry. Maybe if I'm in love with a girl, I'll give her on the blanket privileges but when it's still like keeping it casual with girls it's going just on the sheet because that's getting washed the next day and I don't want to be washing my duvet cover every day so I'm glad we could talk about that you know I've talked about this before also uh, with dating you know I'm on the apps I, I every day I tell myself I got to get off these apps they're ridiculous I haven't had a lot of luck on on the apps I mean I've met a couple girls that I've really liked but I haven't like had that really good, great relationship because of the apps. Most of my long-term serious girlfriends I had met in real life, and I think that is the way to do it, even though the apps do make things a little easier because it's like you both know what you're there for. I find these days, you know, a lot of women, they just don't want to be approached randomly by men. They don't like it. They don't enjoy it. It's getting off on the wrong foot. But, you know, on the apps, people both know while they're there, it's to meet somebody. I have some ideas for making my own app. If there are any programmers or app developers out there, hit me up. Let's start a new app empire because these apps that they have right now completely suck. One thing I don't like is when... You're matching with the girl and she's no longer interested. She's no longer wants to continue the conversation, but she keeps your match there. I feel like I've talked about this before on the podcast. Girls, unmatch. Delete the person. If you're not interested in them, do not keep that match going anymore. Like, why are you doing it? Do you just like, is it too much for you to just press delete? Just do it. Just delete. Um, that's what I prefer. I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to like go on the app and see the girls that don't want to talk to me anymore. I'm like, just delete me. That's the surest way to know you're not interested. Not like just not continuing the conversation. I'm like, okay, well maybe I should just say something witty or say something funny, come up with a better line. Uh, maybe that's what they're hoping too. But you know what? I'm only trying so hard on these dumb apps because like these girls are so entitled. I'm sorry, but it's so true. They just expect so much from a guy that's like a stranger. I actually asked a woman that I matched with who had an amazing profile and I was super interested in to a FaceTime with me and she acted like I was crazy. She's like, FaceTime? She's like, I've I've never had anyone ask me to do a screener before. I'm like, girls, you should be able to hop on a five-minute FaceTime call with somebody. There's nothing wrong with that, with showing the person who you are, because a lot of women are hiding in these pictures. Just show a clear picture of who you are. I see so many women where, like, they're wearing big sunglasses and the angles are high or low, or they're looking to the side in all the picture, or they're really far away. Like, just show who you are. It's a dating app. That's the whole point of it. Anyways, I'm glad we could talk about dating a little bit. Um, now we could talk about another topic that's very dear to my heart, Israel and Palestine. You know, Israel originally was built to be like a safe haven for Jews, right? After World War II, after the Holocaust, the Jews needed uh, a homeland. They wanted to have their own country, and that's how the state of Israel was born. And it was kind of, you know, this idea that now there'll be a place where the Jews will be safe, and because uh, of Israel, you know, never again. Of course, the Holocaust will never happen again. Jews will have a place to go, but, you know, th this will be a place that'll safeguard the Jews. But in my opinion, Israel is anything but a safe place for Jews. In fact, I would argue that more Jews are killed in Israel than any place else in the world. And, you know, between the new extremist government showcasing the absolute worst among us, you know, the despicable actions of Israeli settlers that reflect so poorly on all Jews everywhere around the world, and the flagrant, flagrant 
fundamental human rights abuses of the Palestinian people, I think Israel is causing more ill will towards the Jewish people than we've ever had, and it's anything but a safe space for us. So, you know, people are still protesting the more judicial reforms uh, in Israel. Of course, Israel is still occupying Palestine. Absolutely horrible. But according to World Happiness rankings, they just put Israel as the fourth happiest place in the world, which is determined by, I guess, different data collected. All this data was collected before Netanyahu's new extremist government. It might not be the fourth happiest place in the world anymore. But before Netanyahu came back to power and uh, got a bunch of hate mongers to uh, support him, because that's the only way he could stay in power, uh, it was the fourth happiest place in the world, which is very weird to me, considering that like Israel wants the whole world to believe that like their citizens are constantly living in terror of Palestinians when it's actually the other way around. But still, for some reason, Israel is the fourth happiest. That's pretty good, I think, Israel. By the way, Palestine ranked 99th. Uh, I'm sure they'd be a lot happier if it wasn't for Israel. Uh, the U.S. was the 15th happiest place in the world. And number one was Finland. I don't know what those Scandinavians are so happy about, but you guys just keep smiling. Oh, the unhappiest place in the world, Afghanistan. Yeah, probably it doesn't help that, you know, there's always wars going on over there. But I think that's crazy. Israel's the fourth happiest place in the world, even though they act like, oh, it's so hard to be Israel. Everybody hates us. Well, yeah, I guess you really don't feel that way, according to this report of who's happy. So enjoy. Um, let's talk about one of the scumbags in Israel's new... Uh, extremist government. Talked about him last week, and unfortunately, I'm talking about him more because he's back in the news. Bezalel Smotrich, he's at it again, spreading hate against the Palestinians. This time, uh, it's, he's not saying that like a whole Palestinian village should be wiped out like he did with Harara, but he's saying that there is no such thing as Palestinians, that they're, they're imaginary, that there's no identity, uh, which is pretty crazy, you know? Uh, but I guess spreading his racist religious Zionism dogma is pretty good representation of the new government that they have in Israel and definitely of this guy. Um, of course, he made these idiotic remarks the day after Israel and Palestine, Israel and Palestine met in Egypt to try to ease tensions ahead of Ramadan and Passover. Um, uh, I'm not sure how his remarks are going to help ease tensions the day later, you know, when a government official thinks that a great way to de-escalate and prevent violence is by saying that the people you were trying to ease it with don't exist. I mean, this guy lacks so much brain cells like it's crazy to me that he ever got his law degree that he made it thus far in life and that he's part of the government this is who's representing israel right now this is who's representing the jewish people and while it's great that people are protesting all over israel it's not enough we got to get these guys out of the knesset we got to get not only netanyahu who's corrupt out of the knesset but we got to get people like bezalel smotrich and of course it's mar ben gavir out of here um of course biden i guess had a 
a call this week with uh, Netanyahu. He had a call with Bibi. Uh, like I said before, I'm not a huge fan of Biden. I think he sucks. While I definitely dislike Trump so much more, they're they're both horrible. They're both absolutely horrible. Uh, like it's like is Biden even the president? Does he even do anything? Like oh my gosh, I don't know. The Democratic Party is screwed. I mean, the Republican Party seems like died a long time ago, especially when Trump took over. They just all became like. Trump fanatics and disciples of Trump. Uh, the Democrats, like, how could we not do better than freaking Joe Biden? He had a conversation with uh, Netanyahu about the judicial reforms, you know, about them, you know, weakening the Supreme Court. And while Biden may have been coherent through the conversation, you know, everything he said was just lip service, you know? Biden should be stopping all foreign aid to Israel until Israel stops expanding these illegal settlements, until it stops violating Palestinian human rights, and until it stops the occupation. But of course, he's not going to do that because I'm sure he has, you know, people in his party that, you know, there are a lot of representatives that, you know, get donations from Israel. They get donations from like Israeli groups, not from Israel itself, excuse me. They don't get the donations from Israel. They get donations, uh, they get stuff for their campaigns uh, from people that want to keep Israel. You know, one of the biggest think tanks uh, that they have is one that was created, you know, by people that want to make sure Israel stays. I think it was created by an evangelical Christian. Uh, of course, they have this thing where, you know, they think the Jews and the Arabs are going to wipe each other out and that's going to create the Messiah and the coming of Jesus, which is crazy. And I can't believe so many Jewish people buy into it, but they do. But, you know, they have these lobbying groups uh, that are funded uh, by pro-Israel groups. And I actually was reading about one where, you know, the way they have th their taxes set up it's like the money that people give, like you don't know where it's going uh, and where it's going is to create new settlements in occupied land, which is actually horrible and it's getting in the way of peace. And I feel like that's one thing that definitely needs to stop. Stop the illegal settlements, stop building more. I mean, I think people should leave from the ones that are already there and give that land back to the Palestinian people in an effort to make peace in an effort of goodwill. But of course, I'm just some crazy self-hating Jew, or at least that's what people want to say. Um, I just want to say that, um, you know, BB, you know, Biden was talking to him about how important democracy is and that, you know, Israel and America have these close ties because of democracy. And, you know, Biden was lecturing Bibi and democracy, but Bibi does not care about democracy. He cares about staying in power, even if it means aligning himself with racist religious extremists. Um, I want to remind everybody, apparently Biden told, excuse me, Bibi told Biden about, you know, how there was another, uh, I guess, shooting in Huara and an uh, uh, American Israeli citizen who used to be a Marine. He got shot. Um, and he told him about that, but I'm sure he didn't tell Biden how so far this year, 85 Palestinians have been killed while 15 Israelis have been killed. Now, all these deaths are horrible. I'm against all these deaths, but there is a huge difference between 85 and 15. Anyways, you know, Israeli settlers were at it again. 
uh, you know, spreading hatred towards Palestinians, this time with the hate crime vandalizing the Palestinian city of Sulfit, where they slashed over 75 cars and tires and sprayed graffiti like the Stars of David and the phrase price tag, which I guess they use a lot um, to represent, you know, the violence against Israelis. Uh, from Palestinians and like this is the price tag that, that they're going to do this even though they do it anyways even though these deranged Israeli settlers uh, do it anyways they're disgusting they're horrible people they don't reflect the true values of Judaism anyways anti-Palestinian uh vandalism by Jewish extremists is extremely a common occurrence in the West Bank and arrest for settlers for vandalizing Palestinian property is rare and convictions are nearly non-existent. So this is something that I feel like both the Jewish community, uh, that Biden, you know, that the people protesting in Israel need to speak out against. Like this settler violence needs to end, whether they're vandalizing, whether they're doing graffiti, whether they're causing violence on Palestinians, whether they're destroying olive trees. Like this is one of the reasons why, you know, there is such problems in the Middle East is because of this type of extremism on both sides. But as Jews, we specifically need to call out it on our own side. And I feel so many people are so quick to label Palestinians terrorists, but not the same with these extremist Israeli settlers, which they are. Anyways, I'm Jonathan Randall. Thanks for tuning in. How you like me now? <laughs>